This is Roberta Foster. Welcome to today's edition of the Author's Corner, brought to you by KNEO 91.7 FM, The Word. And today I welcome Shelby Abbott to Author's Corner. He has written the book Pressure Points, A Guide to Navigating Student Stress, which is published by New Growth Press. And he'll tell you more about how to find the book at the end of the program. Let me tell you a little bit about Shelby. He is an author, campus minister, and conference speaker on staff with the Ministry of Crew. His passion for university students has led him to speak at college campuses all over the United States, as well as authoring the books, uh, Jacked, I Am a Tool to Help with Your Dating Life, and Doubtless, he and his wife Rachel have two daughters and live in Downington, Pennsylvania. And Shelby, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Roberta. It's great to be talking with you. Well, Pressure Points, a guide to navigating student stress. Um, stressors for students are different today than they were, I don't know, 10 years ago, definitely 20 years ago. Uh, what are some of the differences that uh, you are writing about today than when you were growing up at that uh, college age? Sure. To a certain degree, there is a, a universal experience that students are going through just by the sheer fact that they're being educated in, mm-hmm. in an environment like a college campus. So there is so there's stuff that overlaps, uh, certainly, from previous generations and what they experienced. But today, because of the rise of uh, digital technology and social media, young people are experiencing different kinds of stress in ways that, uh, you know, as you said, 10 to 20 years ago just weren't common at all. And the, and the way that that uh, young that, that young people absorb digital stuff as social mm-hmm. media and how quickly all of that landscape changes. It feels like it's a constant moving target uh, of how to address the stress and the pressures that young people go through. Uh, it's certainly difficult to do so to keep up with it all the time, but it is one of those things that they are kind of living in that world, and so it's important to be able to understand it in order to be able to to minister to them appropriately, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If you put this in the hands of a college student, is it designed for them to open and find an appropriate section or basically to read from the beginning to the end? Well, I mean, you could hunt and peck around if you wanted to as a, as a, as a young person, but I tried to, to cover a large, uh, sweeping kind of 30,000-foot uh, view of okay. the things that they're going through and struggling with. But it's definitely for young people. They could read it from, uh, you know, just hunt and peck around and and find different things because there are a ton of different subjects that I cover in Uh the book. But in general, it's meant to be read from front to back. Okay. And so um, there is something that... um called FOMO out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and that seems to be very prevalent amongst the, the youth of today. They don't want to miss out on anything, and certainly social media helps to uh, feed that, that desire as well as be the source of all that information. Um, so what do you share with us in your book about how to um, eliminate the pressure of that? Yeah, so FOMO is... is- just for anybody who may not know, that stands for fear of missing out. And so because, as you said, social media kind of shows everybody what's going on. And if they're not there, they're seeing sometimes in real time uh, what's happening without them. The way I address that in in the book uh, really is to remind yourself of who you are in Jesus, that you're actually, there's really no such thing 
per se as missing out because if you're walking with God, um, he has good plans for you. The boundary lines have been drawn for you in pleasant places, is what, mm. what the scriptures talk about. And so it's important to understand that while you might see other people doing stuff without you, and that makes you feel excluded or unloved or uncared for, just remind yourself that you are included, you are cared for, you are embraced by the one who made you. And so the remedy really for FOMO is to remind yourself of who you are in the gospel. Mm-hmm. Well, another one of the pressure points you talk about in the book is actually is dating. And obviously at that age, uh, college students are open to um, relationships and finding who God may have available for them in their future. Um, in what ways is this digital online presentation of a person actually not an accurate picture um, and maybe something that can't be trusted? Yeah, I mean, I'd back up a little bit and say that it's not all bad. I think that's one of the tendencies we have to do. It's just all bad, so let's let's chuck uh, Uh all of it out the window. But, I mean, there definitely is. I mean, you have the opportunity if you log on to uh, uh, online to a website or, or more importantly, you download an app and decide to participate in a dating app, put your profile up there. Mm -hmm. All of that stuff that you type in, all that content is edited content. And even as you're communicating through digital platforms, you have the opportunity to hit the, to the, the delete button or the backspace button or hunt around and edit all the stuff that you've written as you're communicating with people. And so what I like to say is that there's no substitute for face-to-face relationships. There's never going to be a substitute for that. Uh, I think one of the best ways that people can you know, get to know one another and in, in be romantically interested in one another, if there's distance, for example, is to, to do something like a, a live uh, FaceTime or Zoom or something like that, where you could see one another, look one another kind of, quote-unquote, in the eyes, understand the body language, feel the awkwardness in, in those long pauses between sentences. Mm-hmm. That's what helps you to generally get to know someone, and you simply can't do that through digital platforms the way that we are wired to, the way that God made us to be. Mm-hmm. Now, you are writing about these pressure points that students are facing, but you're actually providing them with a gospel solution um, to these pressures that they are feeling and, and experiencing, yeah. which is obviously the right way to uh, to tackle it. Um, do you find that the, the gospel has an answer to all of these pressure points? But, you know, the simple answer is yes, but uh, go, ahead. <laughs> yeah. go ahead and yeah. ask amplify that a little bit. Yeah, sure. I think one of the things that we have a tendency to believe is that the gospel is an entrance and an exit in our lives, meaning that we think, oh yeah, I need the gospel when I get saved. So that happens whenever, you know, in our lives, in our past. And now I'm, I'm going to heaven. And so I've got that entrance. And then I'll need it at the exit when I die, and I'll need the gospel to you know, make sure that it covers me, all my sin when I want to get into heaven. But the truth is, is that the gospel is for every single moment in between the entrance and the exit. And we have a tendency as believers to forget that. We think that it all depends on us, that the problems we have, we have to solve them. Um, And I really didn't want to uh, address that in a way that... um, students would feel like it's a self-help book, because self-help is, there's a reason there's, uh, you know, 600 million of them, and they all come out every single year with a new one. They just don't work. Generally, they're not uh, addressing anything that's going to the root of problems, Mm. to the heart of issues. 
And so we, we need the gospel. That's the only truly source, uh, truly real source of transformation in our lives. And so when you have problems on the surface or circumstances are, are, are bad or good or whatever, we need to understand that what's going on underneath those problems is actually the real problem. And that's where we need to address and apply the gospel to them, um, and, and because that's the only way that life is actually going to get truly better. Amen. Well, we have more to talk about with Shelby Abbott in just a moment. He has written the book Pressure Points, A Guide to Navigating Students' Stress, which is published by New Growth Press. And if you've missed any part of today's interview or would just like to hear it again, we encourage you to find it on your favorite podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever. Um, But you'll be able to listen to this again. So, Shelby... um, what makes you, um, maybe not an authority, but uh, what is in your background that helps you to uh, understand what the youth are going through and how you want to help them? Yeah, um, I have been in campus ministry uh, for 24 years now. And so I've been around young people, in particular college students, for a long period of time. And as I said earlier, the landscape changes quite a bit in terms of uh, what they're going through based on the latest social media craze or whatever. But um, in general, I rub shoulders with young people on a pretty consistent basis. In addition to that, my wife and I have run a, a summer mission with college students every every year for the last 10 years, and we get to kind of do um, down in the dirt with, with young people and engage in conversations and discipleship with them uh, over weeks every single summer. And so I really feel like um, it's been one of those things that God has given me the opportunity to spend time with them, and so I want to be able to best help and and aid them and point them toward the gospel in ways that maybe they are not currently thinking about because of all the, the stresses and, as we say, pressure points that they're going through. Mm. Your book, you have commented, is is actually for that uh, young person, high school, college-age student, but... Um, you also want to address parents a little bit in this. Um, how can parents best encourage their children as they transition to college and beyond to, in ways of dealing with these pressures? Well, it's hard. Let me just say that to start for parents. It's always hard um, to, to let go and let them uh, flourish in a college environment. I would say that the, the best thing you can do with your, your with your kids is to help them to understand truly as you know not beat the same drum over and over but help them to truly understand the gospel meaning that they are loved they are accepted they are embraced by the creator of their soul mm-hmm. and so if they know that and understand that mm-hmm. to the to the roots of who they are uh, they're going to be able to face the the issues that come at them because and i think also know that as a parent they're going to face hard times, and they're not under your roof anymore, and so you can't shield them from those hard times. You cannot protect them every single waking moment of every day. And so you need to know that they're going to go through hard times and that you're going to move more into kind of a coaching role uh, mm-hmm. because sometimes if they're gone, you're, they're going to be long distance. You're not going to be able to be around them and tell them what to do mm-hmm. um, in order to help them. And so know that you're moving from being uh, someone who's directly in charge of them, to you're going to have to loosen your grip and know that you're going to be able to give advice that they may or may not take when they're not with you. And so 
help them to know the truth of the gospel, help them to think biblically, and help them to uh, understand that things are going to be hard as they move forward. And then that's not a bad thing. That can be a very good thing. We only get stronger by uh, our muscles breaking down when we go to the gym, and that's painful, and it's sore, and it hurts. Mm -hmm. And that's true for life as well. Things have to break down in order to build back stronger. So just help them to understand that that's going to happen. Mm. On colleges, um, there are definitely opportunities for finding some uh, Christians to help out. Um, Can you tell us more about uh, what campus ministries might be out there? And how, how does a church that is in a college town reach out to the college students? I've been involved with Crew, as I said, for over 20 years, and so that's a great campus ministry that focuses not only on discipleship, but evangelism as well, to pour into young people. Um, <clears throat> there's also Navigators, and uh, InterVarsity, and Young Life, and Fellowship mm. Christian Athletes. There's tons of different campus ministries. Okay. You just have to do the work and, and find which one is uh, the one that God is calling you to. And so when it comes to local churches, I very much encourage college students to get involved in a local church. They, they might think, well, I'm only going to be here for four years, so it's not that big of a mm-hmm. deal. But it is a big deal. Yeah. You need to understand what it's like to be in a church environment, to be part of the solution, even though you may only be there for a, a temporary period of time, because that trains you and it helps you to look toward the future to be part of the solution in whatever local church you're going to be at as an adult, and you start to put some roots down. And so mm-hmm. you need to go to a church that's not necessarily something that you're comfortable with in terms of, like, maybe the worship style or something like that, because you need to grow and come under authority, and mm. we need to experience the messiness of church. Now, that's not to say that you, you compromise theologically when you go to a church. You need to find a, a solid biblical church that is preaching the gospel every single Sunday, but you, you need to incorporate that into your life as a college student and not just substitute church for a parachurch ministry like mm-hmm. crew. Um, you need to, it's a both and, it's not an either or. Okay. Well, today I've been talking with Shelby Abbott. He authored the book Pressure Points, A Guide to Navigating Student Stress, published by New Growth Press. So Shelby, tell us how we can find out more about this book. You can find it at, at my website, which is shelbyabbott.com, A-B-B-O-T-T, two B's, two T's. Uh, all my books are there, and um, I'm pretty active on social media as well, which is, you can just hunt for me at, at, at my name, Shelby Abbott. Okay. Well, the book again is Pressure Points, A Guide to Navigating Student Stress, and we certainly thank New Growth Press for giving us a copy to talk about. And Shelby, thank you so much for sharing with our listeners some insights into getting prepared for uh, the next uh, year in college. (laughs) Thanks a ton, Roberta. It's been super fun to talk to you. And we are appreciative to our listeners for tuning in. This is Roberta Foster on the Author's Corner. Join us again next time. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show. And I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of For God's Kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNEO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.